What's going on, everybody? I'm Brent, and yep, it's time to tell y'all about what fucked up again. If you saw on Twitter, you saw I had to post that we had another technical issue this time. Because, like, I mean, we really, the, the East Siders was the last, like, real, real bad one we had. There was a couple with clerks. We found out that if PJ's computer gets bumped by something, it just stops recording. And then we had to export that as its own separate part. And then we start a new part. And then it just basically got to chunk together the parts. But that's, I don't give a fuck as much about that. That's whatever. I don't care. At least the shit's still there. And with the East Siders, we just lost the ending of the shit. Well, this time, I don't have any of that shit because we recorded the breaking episode and for some fucking reason which i actually i don't know how this even happened pj's in recorded me instead of him and then of course my in recorded me so it's me talking to myself with no pj at all so i don't think y'all want to hear that or i mean it might be like some experimental podcast shit i mean filling the gaps or something if y'all want to do that but i don't think y'all want to do that and this is actually the first time we got, we're actually going to have to re-record a whole fucking episode. Like, I guess the, the age of new technical issues is upon us here. And I have to do a bunch of shit I've never had to do before. With Eastside, it was having to record around a lot of fuckery and record a whole ending. Well, the upgrade is happening now. I guess I got to record a whole fucking episode over again. But I'm not going to let shit give me a migraine this time. And I also don't want to, like, not give y'all anything this time. Last time this something like this happened, I actually did, the, like, the, what did I call it? Like, the HVH Greatest Hits Volume 1 episode but it's fucking thursday and it's 5 30 p.m and i usually had an episode upload at midnight on friday so that motherfuckers can wake up and get their hustle on so i ain't got a lot of time to do that i found i was looking into the vault you know like we got one like disney it ain't a lot in there but it's a little something in there and i'm like what can i upload for everybody that we know they might want to listen to and i found um i actually found the very first podcast i ever recorded this is before Home Video Hustle was even a thought. This was just when I was at home, just like wanting to really do the shit. And I got a microphone and everything and I just recorded something. So it's a lot of just like, I mean, it's the first episode. So it was me introducing myself a lot and then saying a lot of the shit that y'all probably have heard in various Home Video Hustle episodes throughout the 118 episodes we've done. Because I didn't have the blue snowball mic either. So you could tell it's like super poverty level podcasting. And I was listening back to it, and it was just making me smile because I can remember sitting my ass right in this exact same spot I'm in now. Different computer, though, at the time. But I can just remember saying all this shit, and I think I was even going through news stories, and I was talking about shit coming out, and now all that stuff is happening. So I guess I, I might have been full of shit. I didn't listen to the whole entire thing. I'll admit I will when I go back and re-edit this shit. Yeah, I think I don't know. Maybe y'all like it, man. Y'all can see the, the genesis of Home Video Hustle. Like I said, this PJ's not there. It's just me because this is when I was just test running to see if I you know, wanted to really do this shit. And apparently I did because... Now we're here, 118 episodes later. Well, actually more than that, because that's not counting the side hustles, but you get the fucking point. This is actually going to be the first side hustle in a long time, for real, because I don't want to, because since we already put the YouTube video out and it was like, next up is breaking, I don't want to be like, oh, well, this is episode 119. Like, no, we already said that's going to be breaking. So today, I guess you just get to get to have a blast from the past, because I think in the beginning I said I was like 25, so this is three years ago. So it had to be because the podcast is like, yeah, not, yeah, so yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying, shit. I don't know, man, when you listen back to it, I'm curious, man. Like, let me know if, if y'all would have fucked with this, because I'm curious now. Because I never uploaded it because I didn't, I don't know, like, I'm going to be completely honest with you, up front and all that shit. Like, I never, I always wondered and never really thought that people would want to hear just me talking and shit. I mean, it's a little bit different now because I've even done home video help. 
home video hustle episodes with just me talking and people seem to enjoy it so i mean i guess i'm cool and i'm even talking to you now the fact that if you still listen to this it must be fine because if you was like oh pj not here turn that shit off you wouldn't even know this part so thanks for still being here actually but <laughs> Yeah, man, I was just worried about motherfuckers not wanting to hear this shit or being boring. You know, all the shit you just worry too much about sometimes. And so, yeah, I just figured, fuck it, man. I'll throw it out there for y'all. Just so y'all can have something. I hate not uploading anything. Man, that bothers me a lot. I, I was going to either do this or one of the old DJ mixes. And I think this would be less embarrassing than some of them DJ mixes I got. <laughs> so, I don't remember what the fuck I called this. I think I called it like the schoolie cast or something. You'll find out why. But hope you listen to it. Hope you like it. And definitely let me know. Give me feedback on this. Even though this is like a non-existent. This is like a pilot episode that never got picked up. You know what I'm saying? But just let me know if it's the good or bad reception. Ha ha, shout to Mikey Morgan. <laughs> but hopefully, man, we're going to get this break and re-record it, man. I might even... Depending on what day he do it, we might even be able to get the spirit or maybe I'll, I don't know, get somebody else to jump on it so it's not like having to repeat the same exact shit and all that. You know, I don't know, maybe switch it up since we have an opportunity to redo it. Maybe we'll try and do it a little better this time. I don't fucking know. But it'll be around. 119 will be breaking. So until we have that recorded, there will be no 119. So hopefully by next Friday, we'll have it recorded. <laughs> but enough rambling for me. Let's hear some more rambling from me. But the three years ago, Brent, 25-year-old Brent, is going to ramble to you for like an hour, I think. Let me know what you think. Peace. So, what do we do? You will do your best. It is all that can be expected. I will pray for you all. Hey, hello, what's up? How you doing out there? This is Brent, a.k.a. Old Schooler, a.k.a. Schooler, a.k.a. Schoolie, a.k.a. the fly, light-skinned young brother with the old soul. Getting kind of up there in age, though. But that's besides the point. Welcome to the very first episode of the Schooler cast. Hopefully you like what I have to say. Hopefully you stick around for a while. And just to let you know off the top of the bat what the show kind of be about, you know, I ain't really got a main topic per se for this episode other than just letting you know, you know, who I am and Hopefully why you could keep listening to me. I mainly just talk about things that, you know, I'm interested in. Hopefully you guys are interested in too. Because if you know me, my main thing is music. But the only bad thing is I don't listen to a lot of new music. So, I mean, when I talk about it, I'm listening usually not a lot of newer stuff. Although there is newer stuff that I do like. But then we got that. I love wrestling. I talk about wrestling all the time. If you guys like that and you ain't for a treat because I can talk your head off about that. Video games too. I love video games. I sit and play them at home all day long. You know, when I'm not at work or putting in work on this computer right here. What else I like? I like movies, man. Movies and TV shows. There's been some good shit coming out. Excuse my language. Oh, let me know you right off the bat too. I'm going to curse a little bit because, you know, I got a problem with that. I've been doing this since I was a kid, unfortunately. So, you know, I'm going to try to hold them back. I'm not going to short you out, man. I'm not going to beat your ears in with cuss words. But just letting you know, they will be there, though. <laughs> right off the bat, once again, thank you, thank you, thank you for downloading this podcast. This is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. Hell, I got a degree in it. I'm no joke. I got a degree in radio and TV broadcasting. Went to school, got that right at the high school. And, yeah, I've been kind of holding on to it for a while. I ain't really done nothing with it. But, hey, that's why I'm here now. So I thank you for being here, helping me live out my dream. Just talking all kinds of smack on the radio. <laughs> but yeah, man, just to let you know a little bit about who you're listening to. You know, just you know, 20, 25, 25-year-old 25 dude 
been loving radio for a long time, man. Only thing, one of the reasons why it took me so long to get into this, man, is just because when you hear all the politics and all the bull bull you got to deal with with the radio, it kind of turned me off for a long time. But then, you know, I realized maybe podcasting might be the way to go because I'm, I'm sitting right here on my couch in the living room. Neighbors probably think I'm talking to myself, but, you know, hey. But, yeah, you know, always wanted to do radio. I do video work here and there. Me and my boy D-Ray, old school of productions. We filmed weddings and events and cheerleading competitions, football games, all kind of stuff. Kind of did that for a while. Fell out with that, too, just because, you know, just... Uh, Screw it, I just said, you know, you go somewhere, you put in work, you know, it's your day off. Most of the time we do this stuff on the weekend, and it comes time to get paid, and don't nobody want to pay us, man. It's like, come on, man, I'm about to put in all this work for you, man. I'm about to chop it up real nice. I can even make, I can make it a DVD with a label and a case and everything. And the first thing is, oh, well, can I get a discount? I mean, before all that, you know, we already giving you a discount because me and D-Ray always figure we ain't going to overcharge because, you know, we just, we amateurs right now. We using this as a learning experience on top of, you know, getting paid. So we already charging way less than everybody else. I seen a T-shirt, man, on the fa on Facebook, and it said, you know, support black businesses without asking for a refund. And, man, I wish I had that shirt on. I would wear it to every event, put the old school logo on the back, had that on the front. So before you even ask him, like, hey, just read the shirt, pimpin'. I'm a big music buff. Mainly listen to old school hip hop. That's my thing, man. I love old school hip hop, but I love old school R&B, funk. I like 80s pop music. I listen to some, you know, rock and roll. I listen to a little bit of everything. I'm predominantly old school hip hop all day, every day. But I do listen to other stuff. And I even listen to some new stuff now. There was a period for maybe like mm, 2004 to maybe 20. 14, man, where I didn't mess with no new music at all, man, I was just like, if it ain't an old school rapper with a new album, I ain't buying no new album, but you know, I kind of had to come to realize that, you know, there is good stuff out there, and honestly, there will be songs I would like, but I would just never admit to it, because I didn't want people to be like, oh, oh, you, you do like new music, you've been fronting all this time, which would have been true, I can't front, because like, I like Kendrick Lamar, I like J. Cole, I, I love Logic. I got all his stuff. Hopefully you guys know who Logic is. If not, then you're going you gonna to have to figure that out, man. Listen to me because I'm going to play it a lot. I'm going to get I ain't got it right now. By the end of this show, I'm going to post it up, though. I'm going to make a Twitter account for you guys to follow. I don't know what the at name or whatever is going to be yet, but best believe it's coming. And I will post a lot of Logic stuff on there probably. <laughs> man, I love music love movies and it don't even matter that i love old movies new movies black and white movies foreign movies i watch everything predominantly sci-fi i love sci-fi my favorite movie of all time is blade runner I, it don't get no better than that for me and i got billions of movies so you should know that's crazy for me to have a favorite out of all those things but i have to pick blade runner man i got five versions of that movie at home and the video game for the computer that I can't play because my damn computer is too new to play that old ass game. So, hey, I got the game though. Oh yeah, and a lot of people, you know, since I'm real into music, they go back to that for a second. They always ask me, you know, hey, who's your favorite rapper? And every time I tell them who my favorite rapper is, I kind of get this look that's like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, really? Because my favorite rapper of all time is Ice Cube, no joke. 
and everybody would be like, oh, you know, he's a he's a movie dude, man. He don't really do no music no more. Or, oh, he sold out when he started doing movies. I don't know how getting paid is selling out, man. A lot of these rappers do movies and stuff now. Why not, man? I'm going to go ahead and make that money. I think it was Ice-T that said back in the day, man, he ain't going to turn down no paycheck, man. And I feel him on that. Let somebody come up here and ask me to make a movie. I'm going to be in that joint. But, yeah, my favorite rapper of all time is Cube, man. Number two rapper, <laughs> Pimp C. One of my all-time favorites right up there, man. Just slightly under Cube. And I know a lot of people are really going to be like, Oh, Pimp C, you know. Oh, well, you know, he don't really do nothing like that. Oh, he a South Southern rapper. Whatever. But see, the thing about Pimp C is that, honestly, I ain't a pimp. Never pimp nobody before. At least on the street. Ha. <laughs> But um, I don't know, it's just I, I like him as a person. That's my boy because he was always the type of dude that said whatever the hell was on his mind without thinking. And, I, man, I love that, man, because the world need more people like that sometimes, man, but in a good way, not no old bullshit way like we hearing now all over the TV. But just people that don't fake the funk, man. There's so many rappers out here that just are so... What's the word I'm looking for? They're just like so factory made. It's the same person, same song, same beat over and over again. And it was just nice to have somebody like him that just kept it real and just did him, man. It was nobody but him. You know, you can't you can't fake Pimp C. Pimp C couldn't fake, man. That fool could just be him. And I'm so sad, man, that I got on the UGK, which is the group he was a part of with Bum B like after he passed away because like I said that was a period where I was like trying to front and be like oh I don't listen to no newer music but my dumb ass at the time not realizing that UGK been what they first album came out like what 1992 <laughs> so they would have fit the mold at the time but I just was being a dumb ass and I regret that now because I didn't start really listening to Pimp until probably like 2011 man he was long gone by then you know rest in peace Pimp C yeah, my thumb. Number three favorite rapper though is somebody that a lot of guy, a lot of people ain't gonna know, unless you're into old old school like underground rap. But Cool Keith, man, is my third favorite rapper, cause that fool was just out his damn mind, man. You know, here's another dude that you it ain't nobody like him, man, and he can't be nobody but himself, cause that motherfucker, man, makes songs about the craziest topics. And sometimes his flow is all over the place, but it's still, you still just nod your head like, y'all, damn, man, that shit is hard, man. But I love Cool Keith, man. I suggest, man, I wouldn't know where to tell you to begin at because it's, it depends on your musical taste and everything. But yeah, man, seek out some Cool Keith, man. Number four of my top five had to be the Guru from Gangstar. And I love Gangstar. I've, I've always loved Gangstar. They've been around since the beginning for me. When I first got into old school hip hop, one of the first CDs I had was Step in the Arena, Gangstar's second album. And to this day, I say that's a, that's a fucking, um, what do you call it? Like a desert island album. Like if I'm ever stranded somewhere and I only could take, I only got like on a four or five CDs with me, that's definitely one of them. I love Gangstar's second album. I love all the albums, but that second one is just memories for me. I love it, man. If you ain't never heard it before, you're missing out, man. You really need to check that CD out. My number five favorite rapper, this one's tough, man, because there's a whole bunch of people I can cycle through. This one kind of changes depending on how I'm feeling around that time. But mm, I may have to say at the moment who I've been listening to more, 
oh, man, this is tough, man. I really can't think right now, but I might have to say the names that keep popping up in my head is MF Doom and Master Ace, and I don't know which one to pick. So I guess I'm going to be a cheater, and I'm going to say my number five pick is a tie between MF Doom and Master Ace. Master A's been around since the 80s, so if you're a real hip-hopper, I'm sure you know him. But then again, if you're a real hip-hopper, you know MF Doom, too. Because although he's underground, he gets a lot of love and respect been doing. Well, he's actually been around long, too. Because he used to be a part of a group called KMD with his brother. Back in, like, he, what was that, like, 88, 89, they had the Gas Face song with third bass he's in. His name was Zev Love X. But then, you know, life kind of took a bad turn for him. His brother got killed. He became, you know, homeless and... A drunkard, but if he came back in 1999 with his first album under the name MF Doom, which stands for Metal Face Doom, or you know various other things could be motherfucking Doom, you know whatever he feel like saying at the time, but it's predominantly Metal Face Doom, and he'd wear like a Doctor Doom mask over his face, so nobody really knows what he looks like now unless you know him personally or you watch old videos of KMD. Yeah, I love MF Doom, man. Got hip to him in broadcasting college. I think it was D-Red actually got me hip to him. I'm not sure. But then you got Master Ace has one of my another one of my top five Desert Island albums. His album called Sitting on Chrome. I love that CD so much that they came out with a three disc special edition that costs maybe like 30 bucks, which most people be like, you pay 30 bucks for a CD? Oh, believe me, you'll find out. I've paid a lot more for CDs before, so that ain't nothing. <laughs> but that's how much I love that album is that I had I had to I had to get that three disc version I had the regular version I don't care I still got it but I wanted that three disc version too and I listened to it all the damn time man back when I used to work at the hospital man I used to have that CD just on loop man and it would keep me calm because there would be so many times working in the hospital where I would just want to choke people but I didn't have to do that because I had that CD playing so yeah those are my top five pretty I don't think anybody else has that top five. That's pretty much, you know, my top five. I'm, I don't think anybody will be like, oh, yeah, that's my top five, too. Nah. Nah, bruh. That's all me. Cube, Pimp C, Cool Keith, Guru, and MF Doom slash Master Ace. Ain't nobody got that combo with me because it's me, baby. I would, lo I would love, like, you, my listeners out here that's listening to me right now, I have a Facebook page, and it's facebook.com slash oldschooler. It's actually our Old Schooler Productions page that we've had for a while now. You know, go get that a like, follow that page, and I'm going to update it with stuff now that I got this, you know, podcast going. And I just want you to let me know what are your top five favorite rappers. I'm curious to know. Like, for real, legit, I want to know. And I wanted you to tell me if mine's is weird to you or not, because I want to know that, too. I want to have a conversation about things, man. This is one of them, because people have always kind of had a either a, you know oh that's that's what's up bro oh, yeah that, why you picked them kind of reaction to it and i want to know what all you guys reaction to it is so yeah they let me know on facebook and like i said i'm gonna get the twitter popping off too soon and when i do if you follow me on facebook i you, you know or if you listen to the next episodes i have it up by then you'll have a twitter link to follow i should have set it up before this i don't know what the fuck i was thinking but my bad but i'm new to this man i'm a, I'm a novice I'm figuring it out as I go along. You guys are learning stuff with me. So that's a little bit about me. I really, I don't know what else I should honestly say about myself at the moment. Because, I mean, I don't know what you guys want to know about me. That's the thing. One of the reasons why I want you to hit me up on Facebook and Twitter is, like, if you ever got a question about me or want to, 
you know, discuss something there, or question, ask me something, you can hit me up on there and I'll let you know. Like I said, I love all kinds of music, but hip hop is just my predominant choice. But I love R&B. Like a lot of times, really during the day now, I'm bumping some funk, man, some Parliament or something, going up the street, riding to work every night. You know, that's what I've been on lately, man. It used to be when I was younger, I used to listen to a lot of gangster rap, as they call it, because I was an angry little young dude, man. Once I got into the ghetto boys and everything, it was a rap. I think the peak of that was when I got into this cat named Gangsta Nip. And if you know what I'm talking about, you know that, yeah, there's some crazy ass lyrics he got. But at the time, I was just like, yeah, yeah, you know, nodding my head all hard, wanting to pump my fist up, like, yeah, yeah, fuck them up, son, like, you know, <laughs> going hard. But I kind of uh, mellowed out since then, so I, I still listen to it, but not with the same mindset. Yeah, like I said, movies though, man. I love Blade Runner's my favorite movie, but I love like Shaft and Dolomite and Superfly, uh, Foxy Brown, all that stuff, man. I got a whole collection of them movies. I used to just, anytime I saw any of them at the video store, I'd pick them up no matter what they were. If they were from that era, I picked it up, man. So I got a whole bunch. I honestly got some I ain't even watched yet, man. Because there's so damn many of them stacked up. I even got a pack from Walmart one time. It's got 12 of them on like five discs. And I only think I got through the first disc. A lot of people kind of are like, you know, oh, well, those are, those are not funny or those are too bad. Like they're, they're poorly made. I'm like, that's the fun of it though, man. You know, watching Dolomite and seeing the boom mic hang down from the top of the screen. Like, man, come on, man. That's funny to me. I don't care what nobody say. So yeah, I've even, um, <laughs> I've done a little few short flicks before, you know, a little, what would you call them? They're not little short movies. They're too short. But it's a little short little clips we did, me and my brother and my two cousins, on the YouTube page. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I got a YouTube page. It's um, YouTube.com slash old schooler, actually. That's the same as the Facebook page. And it's mainly used for our video projects we did. Because, you know, we shot some music videos and we got them on the page. But we also got little short videos that me and my fam and my brother would do, my friends and stuff. We're just goofy ass videos, man. You have to check them out. I, I still watch them to this day and laugh. There's one on there I did for my friend Erin. She was getting married, and um, I couldn't make it out to the wedding because she was in Cali, and you know I'm where I'm at. So I just was like, all right, I got an idea. I'll make a video about why I can't come to the wedding, and just do the goofiest shit, man. Like I was hitting, I, I was hitting people with bats. I was getting shot at. Uh, if you wanna know what I'm talking about, go seek that out. I'm not gonna tell you no more about it. It's, it's called Why I Couldn't Make It, on an old schooler productions YouTube page, man. You gotta peep that one up. It's it's funny to me, man. Everybody else laughed at it too, so it ain't just me, you know, hyping up my own shit. Now people did like that one. And I was glad because that's actually one of my. That's the one I'm most proud of, man. Out of all the stuff we've done, that's what I'm most proud of. And you can watch it and be either like, oh, I see why, or like, why? You know, why are you so proud of that? But I don't care. It's funny to me, damn it. And then uh, video games, man. You know, I've been a video gamer since Sega Genesis, man. I've, I went through a couple of Genesis's. Genocide, Genesis's, Sega's, there you go. I went through a couple of those back in the day. And then I you know, moved on to the PlayStation and moved on to the Dreamcast and then was like, oh, well, the Dreamcast dead now, so I moved on to an Xbox, and then moved on to the Xbox 360, and you know, so on and so forth. And um, lately, man, I had moved into an apartment recently, got a car recently, so yeah, funds are super low now, so I can't really play all the newer games like I used to, because before I moved out and got a whip, 
Man, I used to go out and buy all the new stuff, man. I had to went and bought the PS4 when it was new and everything. And now I'm lucky if I can buy a $20 game. So unfortunately, I can't really play the newer games as they come out. I play them eventually. Or if I just say screw it, I don't care. I'm a I'm a I'm a G. I'm a I'm a do this man and deal with the repercussions later. You know, if I'm in one of those type of moves, I'll go buy the new thing. But oh man, it's been a while. Like right now, I'm playing the original Mass Effect on Xbox. Like I'm, I went old school. It was twelve dollars, and I was like, hey, I got that much money to spend, and I never played that game before. And people always tell me good things about it, and I love it. And it's a sci-fi game, so you know I'm in there. So I've been playing that lately. If you uh, want to play a game with me or something, I ain't got a lot on. But if you want to play a game, I'll let you know on Facebook and Twitter what the gamer score or gamer tag is. You can hit me up on there and we can play online. And you probably whoop my ass. I'm just tell you flat out, I ain't the greatest, man. But I do. I dabble, man. I'm more of a classic gamer, man. A classic game. Like you play Mortal Kombat 2, I'm going to beat that ass. And me saying that now, the biggest Mortal Kombat 2 player probably going to come and kick my ass now. But hey, I'm, I'm going to put up a little bit of a fight for you. I'm gonna do a little something. And what was the last? Oh, wrestling. I'm a big ass wrestling fan, man. I fell off for a long ass time. It had to be almost eight to 10 years I dropped off of it. Cause I got into wrestling like probably the super late 90s, like 99, early 2000, around that time. Which a lot of people, you know, that's their favorite era of wrestling. They actually call it the Attitude Era cause that's when they were just doing all the crazy stuff in WWF. And you had WCW was on and ECW was on. and Oh man, it was a good ass time to be a wrestling fan. Cause if you didn't like one, you could switch to the other one, and if you didn't like that one, you could switch to the other one. Cause like back in the day, I was a big WWF fan, but if I had to pick a favorite, mine was always, always, always ECW, man. Just cause I guess I'm a crazy, violent ass person. Cause ECW, if you don't know, stands for Extreme Championship Wrestling, and that means they would use weapons and. You know, that barbed wire in place of the ropes, you know, barbed wire matches. They had scaffold matches where you're like fucking 20, 30, whatever feet off the out in the sky. And, you know, the goal was to throw the person off the damn scaffolding into the ring. And I don't remember who, who there's a wrestler named New Jack. And he was fighting somebody up on that thing. And, and there was a bunch of tables stacked on top of each other. And he threw dude off aiming for the tables. And dude missed, and he bounced off the ropes and fell onto the tables and all. I was like, oh, man, that dude is dead as hell, man. But then I felt bad because I got hype at the same time. It was like, yo, that motherfucker dance. I like, I'm, like, you know, insanity, man, craziness. I still get like that. I hate to admit that. I don't care, though. Nah. <laughs> but it was hype, man. It was always so hype. And that's why I loved it, man. You can't watch ECW and not be hype unless you're just not into that type of thing. But, I mean, I'm hyped to this day. My boy PJ, man, he was for a long time talking, oh, man, I don't like wrestling, man. Wrestling fake, man. I showed him some ECW. Now that fool watches wrestling with me all the time, man. Like, ECW was the, the shit, man. You got to peep that out, man, if you ain't never seen it. If you can look at some matches up on YouTube, find the old DVDs, or they got the WWE Network now. It's like $9.99. And you can watch all the ECW, watch all the WCW, watch all the old WWF stuff, man. It's I'm I'm always constantly on there, man. You gotta check that out, man. ECW is the ish, man. But yeah, yeah, you know, that's that's just a little bit about me, man. I'm a simple dude. You no, know, I just like to chill, man. When I ain't at work, I'm either sleeping, playing the game, watching wrestling, or watching a movie or a TV show, man. Oh, and in case you're wondering, my favorite TV show is Mystery Science Theater 3000. What the fuck is that you say? Oh, well, that's just a little TV show. That's the best thing in the world. Nah, <laughs> it's um. 
the thing about Mystery Science Theater is that a lot of people, when I say the title, they're like, they just give me a look like, what the fuck is that? And then I describe it and they'll be like, oh, I think I remember, you know, flipping past that back in the day, you know, seeing, because it's like the, the, a guy and three robots are in space and they're forced to watch crappy movies. And while the movie's playing, it's like silhouettes of them on the bottom of the screen and they're talking back to the movie. And when I would describe it, people would be like, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that before, you know, flipping through Sci-Fi Channel or flipping through Comedy Central if you're old enough. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you never watched it, though. And everybody's like, nah, I always turned it off because the movies were, like, black and white. And that always drove me crazy. I'm like, nah, you should have watched it, man. That is, like, my favorite show of all time, man. And they recently did a Kickstarter to bring that show back. And it passed. And like I said earlier in the show, I can't really buy a lot of video games because, you know, my funds are low now because I'm an adult and I got to do adult shit. But, man, I... When I seen that have that Kickstarter happen, I gave up two hundred and fifteen dollars to that Kickstarter, man, because I was like, I don't care. Oh, do you guys know what Kickstarter is? That's something else. I I talk these nerd things, and I forget that I might be one of the only nerds that know what I'm talking about listening to this, because you know, not the typecast or anything, but I'm a black guy, but I'm a geek nerd, whatever you want to call me. And a lot of people that I know, friend-wise, that are listening to this probably don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So Kickstarter basically is like a crowdfunding thing, which is, you know, hey, I want to do this project. You guys chip in, give me some money. And depending on how much money you give, you get different reward. The reward I wanted was to have the new episodes of Mystery Science Theater on Blu-ray. And I think that was why I ended up paying like 200 for it, because I was like, I don't care. I want that on Blu-ray, even though it's probably going to come out anyway. But that's besides the point. <laughs> I wanted to help out my peoples. So I gave them a little bit of money. And um, I think their original goal was $2 million, And they made almost six, I think. Like, I was I was hyped, man. Because I'm like, yeah, I knew I wasn't the only one that wanted this, man. I'm so glad that that's coming back out. That's my favorite TV show, in case you were wondering. And if you weren't wondering, I'm going to tell you anyway. But, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's a little bit about me, man. Just so you know a little bit about the guy that you're listening to. And if you want to continue listening to him, which I hope you do. Because I want to continue talking to you guys, man. Like I said, this is something I've always wanted to do, man. I'm so hyped right now. It's, you can, if you could see the damn grin on my face right now, you'd probably think I was crazy for real. But I'm just happy, man. I'm finally doing this. I've been putting it off for so long. Because like, I graduated from broadcasting school in 2010, man. It's 26 to 6 years I done kind of put this off. And I just I always feel mad somewhat when I think, like, if I had started this in 2010, like, to this like right where i'd be right now man i probably could be well known man but you know what you can't think like that man i'm gonna just go with the flow i'm gonna do my thing and if i sound a little bit you know not up to par for you so i'm just it's my first time and i'm trying to get the kinks worked out just a tad bit and um if you were wondering you know the format of what the show is is ain't no real format to the show man i just talk there's a couple, I, you know, I look up stories, there's a, a couple of topics I find that interest me and hopefully interest you in the different areas that we had spoke about earlier, you know, music, movies, video games, and wrestling, the things that I love. And, you know, we just chop it up a little bit about different stories and those different things, man. And hopefully you comment back to me on Facebook or Twitter when I get one and we can just keep this on going. So the, fir the first thing I saw this week that I got kind of hyped for it, and I was surprised about how hyped I got was... Snoop got a new CD coming out, you know, Snoop Dogg. 
It's a um, 20 track album and he's calling it Kool-Aid. And um, I don't know, I haven't really listened to a, I mean, I hate to admit this, but I haven't really bought or listened to a Snoop Dogg album since his is an album called Ego Trippin'. And it had the Sexual Seduction song on it. And I didn't really like it that much, I honestly have to say. Like, I listened to it one time and I only go back to it when I want to hear that song. I've never really played any other songs from that album after that first listen. But I was reading this article and the first thing that caught my eye was the album cover because he has a picture of what the album cover is going to be. And it's made in the old, like, cartoony style of, like, the doggy style albums and all the all the different albums except the dog father that one didn't have a cartoony cover but you know all the older stuff he did with the no death row and no limit where he had the cartoon dog with the girls and everything on it like it looked like that and he, i was like oh you know that looks like the old stuff you know i got a little hype and then i read the article that said you know he's going to have the sound kind of like throwback where it's going to be like laid back twist newer twist on g-funk which if you know me you know I got hyped when I read that because I love the G-Funk style. Like like I said earlier, when I was younger, I used to love the, you know, the crazy kill em, kill em, kill em all, you know, gangster rap type shit. But as I've gotten older, I've kind of, you know, gravitated more toward just laid back type shit, you know, Warren G and stuff like that. Just cool, mellow, like G-Funk smoothness. So when I read that, I'm like, yo, that's what's up. And he even has a song out right now. It's called Late Nights. I don't think there was a video, but I, I heard the song though. And it's, I mean, it's cool. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was, it was good. It wasn't great. Like I wasn't like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't like, oh yo, this is whack. I kind of just grooved with it a little bit. Maybe I need to listen to it again. So I kind of listened to it, you know, as I was driving. So you know, I, I don't really like driving. So a lot of times when I'm driving, I'm kind of not in the best of moods. And it was during the day, and it was hot, and there wasn't no wind blowing. I kind of was, you know, I just might not have been in the right mindset for it. But even through all that, I did like it though. And um, I see, when did it say? It drops July 1st, so it's coming up real quick, actually. But definitely keep that on the watch, man. Look out for that, because if what he's saying is true, it could be a classic album about to drop right now. Another story I read that happened, it made me laugh like a mug, man. Because uh, 50 Cent got arrested. The rapper 50 Cent uh, was uh, doing a show in, uh, what did it say, the Caribbean somewhere? And I guess they told him, oh, you can't say the word fuck on stage. Which is, which is like, what? A lot of, that's like every song of his got that word in there. So I'm, I guess you have to self-censor yourself, which would be fucking whack. Because I hate doing that. But, yeah, he he was doing his thing. You know, he, I, guess he, I guess he must have been doing good because... I think it said it was the end of the show. The crowd was, you know, cheering for him. Hey, do, do Pimp. Do Pimp. You know, his song from back in the day. And I guess he said, fuck it. And started doing it. And if you know that song, the word fuck is in the chorus. So I, I guess he just said, screw it. He did a straight out of Compton move. Where he just said, I'm going to do this song anyway. And y'all just going to deal with it. But they did deal with it. And they arrested his ass. So that sucked. But last the last I read, he ended up having to pay like a $1,100 fine, and he had to spend about three hours in jail. But even after all that, I read he still had a good time, so I guess you ain't phasing him none. One story I read, that kind of it kind of threw me off because I, I didn't understand it at first, but I had to reread it a second time. But the RZA from the Wu-Tang Clan is dropping an Atari-themed album. 
and I had to reread it because I was like, Atari, you mean the video game company? And I, I read it and I said, yeah, yeah, he's going to do an Atari-themed CD. And it's actually a joint project with Atari. Because the CEO made a comment about saying, he said he was excited and thrilled to work with him. So I'm just like, damn, what the hell are you going to do a song about, you know, Centipede and Frogger? And like, I, I, I don't know what the hell he could be talking about <laughs> on a whole CD of nothing but Atari references like is he gonna talk about the damn et video game or something like i don't know it's it's weird i'm gonna i'm gonna definitely peep it out because i love wu-tang and i love video games and i want to see what the hell he's gonna do to make those two things go together and uh i don't know that was, those are really only music topics that really caught my attention this week there wasn't really a whole lot out there that i i went to all the different hip-hop sites and was just scrolling around trying to see if there was anything of note to talk about and those are the only things I could find I mean except for the same old stories that's been going around you know Kanye West's little music video with all the naked people in it I really I don't know I don't care about that that's just you know attention grabbing shit but you know he does that all the time he does shit to grab people's attention and it works every time people complain about it like oh he does this and he does that it's so stupid but you guys are enabling him to do that by always talking about it and putting him on TV and everything. So you, I mean, you, you kind of give him a reason to do it. And I ain't got much to say about it. So moving on, it was a couple of video game things though that I did see. Like I said earlier, I can't really buy a lot of the newer games, but man, I was watching a trailer. Cause I love Star Wars and they got a Lego Star Wars game coming out. And I know a lot of people probably just laughed at me saying a Lego Star Wars game, but man, those games are fun. I can't, cause a lot of, cause even I was like that at first. I was like a Lego video game. That's kid shit. Don't nobody want to play that. And I was at um, Christmas shopping for somebody, and I was at Toys R Us, and they had a rack that was two for fifteen dollars uh, PS3 games, and I ended up buying a Mortal Kombat uh, game, Mortal Kombat versus DC, and I was like, oh, I need a second game, and every game up there, I just was like, I don't want none of these, but I love Batman, so I saw, hey, Lego Batman two why not buy that and try it out and i honestly played the damn lego batman game more than the mortal kombat versus dc like no joke and i love mortal kombat that's like one of my favorite video game franchises since the sega <laughs> but um yeah man lego batman was was fun man i, I kind of at first felt like a dummy for having so much fun with this game like why am i playing this kid game so much and having this much fun with it but I guess it's like Mario. You can't think of it as a kid's game. It's just a game that everybody can play, you know. Not every game. I guess you have to be shooting people in the face, a la Grand Theft Auto and everything. Those are usually the games I play. But, I, you know, I started playing the Lego game, and I ended up buying the first Lego Batman game and liked that one, too. I never went back and bought any other ones, though, but I always played those two. And I see, man, they got Lego, like, they got Lego Avengers. They got Lego um, Jurassic World. They got Lego Indiana Jones, Lego Star Wars and Lego Hobbit and everything. And I'm just like, man, people must be playing these games because they make so many of them. And it must not be just me having fun with them. So I was like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm not going to be, I'm not, I'm going to just go ahead and start buying them. And then I saw they had a, there's a, there's one out, just came out Tuesday. It's Lego Force Awakens from the new Star Wars movie. And I watched the trailer for it and I can't even front, man. I got so hyped for it because I've been wanting a Star Wars game for a long time. Like they don't make them like they used to. And by that, I mean they don't, they don't come out like they used to. Because it used to be a Star Wars game would come out like, it seemed like all the time. I was, I was getting Star Wars games, it seemed like every couple months. And I was loving it, man. And then they just stopped. You know, when 
Disney bought out the Star Wars rights and everything. It seemed like they just kind of put a halt on all the Star Wars shit that was coming out. And this is like, what it has a game called Star Wars Battlefront come out before this? And now it's just like an online shooter, like, you know, Call of Duty or something, you know, playing it online, but with Star Wars. And I didn't really feel that game because I don't really play games online like that because, you know, I, I don't have that many friends that play games online for real. And I get bored when I'm like just playing with random people. So if I'm not like my cousin Chris bought me the game for Christmas just so he because he, he wanted somebody to play online with him. So when I played with him, it was cool for a while. But then I just got so bored doing the same shit over and over again. And there's no single player campaign on that game. So it's like, I, I don't I don't want to really play this game. I don't want to play a lot. I would like to play something with a story mode or something with some cutscenes, man. But I can't play that. So that game pretty much got shelved after not even a week, man. Probably about two or three days I was done with that game. So when I seen this Lego trailer for the new Star Wars game, I got hyped because this is what I want. It was not exactly what I want, but I'm going to take it, though. Because it's a Star Wars game with a story that I can play on my, by myself and I ain't got to be online with. And I was reading reviews for it. And the first review I saw gave it a 9 out of 10. So I was like, oh, hell yeah. And even all the other ones I read all gave it like 7s and 8s and 8.5s and 4s out of 5s and everything. Now, last time I checked, it had a meta, rate, meta score ranking of uh, 80. Or Metacritic score, my bad, excuse me. And Metacritic basically is a website that tallies all of the review scores from all the different places. And it just gives you an average score. And has an 80, which is pretty damn good. Because I've seen games that have like 35s out of 100s and everything. So I really, I really, really want to get this game, man. So I got to work some overtime or something. So I need to get this. And if I play when I play it, I'm going to let you guys know how it is. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be pretty damn good. Because I ain't heard nothing bad about it yet. So, yeah, if you can, man. If you like Star Wars, if you like Lego games, if you like just playing games that are fun, man. You probably should check it out, man. And, um... If you, uh, you want to get an old video game system, I was reading online, GameStop is um, doing this little sale right now where you can get a used PS3, a Wii, or a 360 for only $160, man, in, the, in this bundle. So it actually comes with games. So you can get a system, a controller, and some games for $160. So if you're like, man, I want to play some newer games, but I ain't got enough money for the PS4 to Xbox One, if you got $160, man, you can get your PS3, a 360, or a Wii, and do the damn thing, man. Cause like, I think they come with like two or three games too. So hey, if you want, if you want one, man, check that out. There was a story that caught my attention. I was you know, scrolling through the internet and I saw it, and it was like, damn. It was um, they're on the PlayStation Network. For those who don't know, you know, you make a user account with your name and everything that you use to play online with. And uh, there was a story. There was a guy. His username was IG Hat, and I guess he got in trouble because, you know of the, the all the terrorist shit that's going on nowadays i guess they figure oh he's talking about jihads and shit we're gonna take his account down but it was some fuckery because his name is jihad khalid amofada i'm sorry if i fucked that up I apologize in advance but <laughs> basically his that's his name but he got taken off anyway so he couldn't access his account his games or his online no services or any of that stuff so he called in and he's like yo what was what's good with this you know this is my name i'm not you know doing no terrorist shit i just happen to be born with this name and they were like oh well we can put you back on but you just got you got to change that name and it was like damn man come on that's my name and uh, i was doing a little bit of research and i found that there's a magazine called game informer 
and they found out that there was at least 9,800 other users who used that as part of their name on there. So it was it was a fuck move, man. Basically, cause it's like, why you why you targeting my boy? He just trying to play his games online. But you know, after all that, he finally I guess just said, fuck it, here I'll change my name. He changed his name, but then on the new game system, there's achievements for Xbox and on PS4 and 3, there's trophies. And basically, that's you play the game, and if you do certain little tasks, you get a trophy. And some people care about them, some people don't care about them, but. They make your gamer score higher, you know. Your, your, your gamer dick gets bigger the more trophies you get, basically. And he was pissed because I guess when he made the new username, he lost all his damn trophies, which would suck. Because I don't really give a fuck about him either, but I would it would piss me off to have all that little side accomplishment go to zero, man. It would annoy me. And then, and then I think, yeah, he said he lost all his friends and everything. So basically, he started over from scratch. And... Sony gave him no love after that, man. Just as like, and change your name. All right, I changed my name. All right, well, fuck you now. And it just sucks, man. Just all this shit in the news, man. All this terrorist stuff, all this dumb shit people are doing. It's just affecting normal ass people too in weird ass ways. That's one of the reasons why, I man, I play video games and watch movies and listen to music so much. Cause that's like an escape, man. Cause it was, it used to be when I was younger, it would be all kind of shit going on too in school or at home. And I would just, you know, I would I would be going crazy almost, man. Like, there was a point where I would have chest pains just because of all the shit that was going on around me and all the stuff I was worrying about, or, you know, sometimes for no reason and sometimes for valid reason. And I just got to the point where I was like, I got to find some way to just get away from all this shit, man. And I started listening to music and I started playing games, you know, just losing myself in that, losing myself in a good-ass flick or something. You know, watching Mystery Science Theater something to make me laugh and I had to worry about everything else. You know, I'd go to my room, shut the door, lock it, and just be in a whole different world, man. And the world we living in now, man, it's you gotta do you gotta have some type of escape, man. Whether it be playing a game, whether it be watching a flick, whether it be doing whatever, man. Just it's like every time you turn the T V on now, man, it's something going on. Motherfuckers just don't know how to act no more. And I'm not even talking about just with the terrorist bullshit. I'm talking about just you know, local news, man. It's in, the murder rate is getting high. People getting robbed. Motherfuckers killing babies and shit. It's like, come on, man. What the? Why y'all killing babies, man? What's wrong with y'all? And it's the mamas doing it. It's the craziest part. Every, every, every story almost, man, that I read. I mean, I read one recently that wasn't about a mom. But besides that one, I just read every story lately that you read about where a baby's getting fucked up or killed or some other dumb shit. It'd be a mom doing it. It's like, come on, man, what is wrong with y'all right now? How you gonna kill your own seed, pimpin? I've read a story where a mom had a kid trapped in a bathroom for six months with no food, water, and basically made him shit on himself every day or piss himself. It's like, man, if you ain't want the kid, don't have the damn kid, man. Do something, man. Get a kid up to adoption or something. Make him, do something, man. Don't kill the motherfucker, man. I get so annoyed when I see those stories. It's like, because I keep seeing them, man. It's just like every time you watch the news, it's either some, some bullshit, terrorist shit, somebody killing a kid, somebody getting shot, or a teacher fucking that student. And that's the other one I've been seeing a lot of. And I, a lot of people joke all the time about, oh, you know, where were these teachers at when I was in school? But believe me, when I was in school, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna get too deep into it, but I heard stories, man. It was around when we was in school too, y'all. It just... It wasn't as, you know, out there. It was there, though, believe me. <laughs>
But damn, man, I'm just, I never, I'll never talk shit about somebody that just kind of zones out and does their own thing, you know, watches movies and shit. Because I'm not really an extroverted person, man. I don't go out and I don't go out to clubs. I don't go out to events. I don't do shit, man. I just chill at the crib. When I worked my old job at the hospital, I used to make friends there because, you know, it's a billion people in there. Of course, you're going to talk to somebody. But it's just like, other than that, man, I don't really do a lot, man, because people just don't know how to act no more, man. I'd rather sit at home and watch Blade Runner or Dolomite or Mystery Science Theater and just be in my own zone and be somewhere and have to be worrying about if somebody's going to start shooting up the place or somebody going to do this, somebody going to do that. Because you know, if, you, if you let me into indulging a little story here, I went to a club. I've been to a club twice different club each time first time i went to the club i was with one of my crazy ass friends that i'm unfortunately not cool with anymore because we kind of you know he went his path i went mine but we went to a club i don't remember where it was at it was up north though i don't know the name of it and we were you know we was chilling everything was cool you know they're playing music that i don't like but you know i'm ignoring the hell out of it just you know drinking and shit you know i was kind of un underage and shit but um <laughs> but yeah i was just chilling Dude come up to me and he just like, what's up? And I'm like, what's up? And I don't know why, I don't know why he picked, uh, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, why why me of all people? It's a whole club for people who come and try to fuck with me, but dude come up talking mess. I talk mess back because that's what I do. You know, dude, dude does his little, you know, bullshit motion like, oh, I got a strap on me. And I'm just like, whatever, man, I don't care. And I'm not even really fucking with dude no more. And next thing I know, some random ass dude, I don't know who he was, but he must have had beef with dude. He came up and just stole on homie, like out of nowhere. I was like, whoa. Because at first I thought it was my friend. I'm like, yo, he just stole on this dude, but nah, it was just some rando. I'm just like, all right. And they start scrapping, and of course the club gets shut down and everybody leaving. And I just was like, man, this is why I don't come here, man. Fast forward ahead about maybe a year after that. And, uh, same friend I'm with, we go to a different club, this one out east, and I'm in there chilling again. A girl comes up, comes up to me, a real pretty one, you know, sexy-ass chick, and she starts talking to me. But from the way the convo go, I kind of am like, oh, you know, you, I'm not really trying to fuck with you. You're not my type type thing, you know. And so she gets mad, and she's like, you know, well, fuck you. You ain't shit. You know, all, the, all that bullshit going on. So... She, I guess she had a boyfriend. So she went and told her dude, like, oh, this guy was trying to holler at me, and he said this, this, and that. And so I got, I got, now I got this dude coming up to me again. Not the same dude, but a different dude coming up to me again. And he just like, yo, you trying to talk to my girl? I'm like, nah, your girl was trying to talk to me. And she got mad because I wasn't talking to her. I wasn't trying to get with her. And he's like, oh, you think you funny, huh? And I was like, no, nah, I'm telling you some real shit. Pimpin', you need to go holler at your girl. Go check her. And, you know, dude trying, you know, getting all mad and riled up, talking shit about, oh, we could take this outside, whatever. I was like, hey, you take that shit back over where you was at. And next thing I know, crazy-ass friend I'm with, uh, all, I see is, all I see is an arm come over my shoulder with a gun. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? And my friend is just like, Yo, we got a problem here. Like, it was almost on some boys in the hood type shit. He's like, yo, we got a problem here. And dude just kind of, like, smirked and was throw his hands up. Like, no, nah, no, nah, we good, homie. And walked off. And I told dude, I'm like, yo, you just put a motherfucking gun out here in front of everybody. He's like, man, nobody gonna say nothing. And I looked around, and 
nobody said nothing. So I was like, well, fuck, okay, I guess not. So we drunk our drink we had, and we were leaving. And, you know, we were joking around and, you know, laughing and shit on the way to the car. And all of a sudden, what do we hear? Bop, 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 bop. Somebody motherfuckers is shooting at us. So me and him are fucking running. And he was, I wasn't driving at the time, so he was driving. And I just opened up the back door and I fucking did a Superman dive into that bitch. And we drove off my my feet dangling out the damn car. Just, oh, foolishness, man. Fucking foolishness. And pe that's what I tell people all the time. Y'all wonder why I don't want to go. I don't want to deal with that bullshit no more. I gave it two tries. I don't go for strike three. Cause strike three would be the time something happens to me. Nah, I just chill, man. Like I said, people just don't know how to act, man. I don't even want to be bothered. If you like going to the club, man, more power to you. Be safe out there, though, man, because niggas be tripping <laughs> over dumb shit. A movie that came out, was it last year? I think it was last year. Early this year, last year. The Batman vs. Superman movie. I don't know if you guys all saw it or not but if you didn't I would say you're probably better off because I didn't like it anyway I was bored man you know everybody was like oh Batman versus Superman this is gonna be hard and it was when they did fight each other in the last 20 minutes all the shit before that was a bunch of over dramatized you know non-action you know? I kind of I, I legit saw it in the theater first day it came out and I fell asleep man <laughs> It was like a good 20 minutes I was knocked out. Because it was just all kind of weird, dumb shit going on, man. It's just Batman killing people and stuff. And if you read the comics, you know, Batman don't really kill people. You know, he might beat the hell out of you. But you're going to go to Arkham or you're going to go to jail or wherever and shit. You know, he's not going to flat out kill you. And then he's flat out killing motherfuckers in this movie. Because if you saw Man of Steel, the movie before this, the Superman movie, you know, he was killing people too. So I guess that's just the thing in these movies now. Which, with me being a, a huge fan of The Punisher, I, you, you would think I wouldn't mind. But that's because that's The Punisher. When it comes to Batman, he like, Batman don't kill people. He's like the, the non-killing Punisher, basically. But I saw that they got a Ultimate Edition of the movie coming out that's supposedly supposed to fix a lot of this technical stuff. Like the stuff I was talking about with Batman killing people and everything, that's not going to be changed. That's going to always be in there. But things like the pacing of the movie and you know, extra side stories, you know, that flesh out characters and everything. That is supposed to give you a better movie going experience or movie watching experience, excuse me. I don't know if I want to risk it though, because the movie was already two and a half hours and this Ultimate Edition is another 30 minutes long. So it's like, do I really want to watch a three hour movie that I didn't like in the theater for two and a half hours at the first time? Do I really want to spend three hours now watching it again? It's like, I don't know, man. I'll tell you for sure, I'm not buying it. But if somebody buys it, maybe I'll borrow it or something. But other than that, I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to risk my time. Because time is precious, man. You don't get it back. <laughs> and I don't know if I want to get that time up for that shit. But if you guys watched it and, you know, think I should peep it out, let me know, man. Because I'm curious if it's really making that much of an impact on it. Like, is it really that much better for having those 30 minutes back? I want to know. So if you've seen it, let me know. Facebook, soon to be Twitter, wherever you can holler at me at. I had a super, super geek moment this week, followed by anger, because, like I said earlier in the show, Mystery Science Theater is my favorite TV show of all time. It's soon to come back. I can't wait. I'm hype as hell. And um, they did a reunion show with all the people from the um, cast, because I guess I got to give a little background on this. After Mystery Science Theater ended, some, like the cast split up and did their own different things. 
like half of the cast split up and did this thing called Cinematic Titanic, which is basically Mystery Science Theater, which is basically like I think it was five people instead of three. And then other three guys went off and started doing riff tracks, which is like audio commentary tracks that you play as you watch movies and they talk over them. So you can watch like Batman versus Superman or something and have them talk over it. They're not limited to just, you know, B movies or old movies. They can do any movie they want. Hell, they did Casablanca when I saw before. So, but basically they all came together for a night and did a show. And I was hyped because I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm jumping up and down. I'm hype as a motherfucker. But then I see they're planted in movie theaters, but it's on a night that I got to go to work. Damn. And I had already took a couple days off, so I was like, I can't take this day off, too. So I'm hoping, man. Here's hoping that they play it again or at least release it on DVD and Blu-ray because I got to see it, man. And once again, if you don't know Mystery Science Theater, please check it out man please do yourself a favor if you a pop culture junkie like me you'll get all the jokes and you'll laugh your ass off and even if you're not some jokes will fly over your head but some of them will still make you laugh check that out man and i was um i was looking online and i've been seeing kind of differing reviews about the new independence day movie because honestly i i wasn't a huge fan of the first movie i mean it's cool in a cheesy movie kind of way but I, I, I don't have it on DVD or Blu-ray or anything. I might watch it on TV or something. But I was curious about the second movie. Not in, not, not in terms of going to see it, you know, but in terms of how people were going to look at it. Because it's, I heard it was going to be like kind of a sequel, kind of a soft reboot. But from all the things I've read, it's pretty much a sequel to the first movie. And I've been actually seeing people give some good reviews for it. Like it has a meta score right now of like 30-something. 34 I think it was so I mean it ain't getting great reviews but there's these guys I watch on YouTube they're called Red Letter Media and they do a show called Half in the Bag and it's just a guy named Mike and a guy named Jay and they just they'll talk movies and one guy pretty much was like this is garbage the other guy liked it and it shocked me so I'm like oh shit he actually liked it because they did a review of the first movie too and he hated it so I'm like if a guy that hated the first movie can watch the second one and like it maybe I should give it a chance and so just like with the Batman Superman Ultimate Edition, I was just curious if you guys have seen it, you just let me know, like, should I peep that out? Because I don't want to spend money on it and it'd be garbage, you know? But if it's all right, I would like to see it. So just, you know, just let me know about that one. I'm curious. All right, now let's talk a little bit of wrestling. Because, you know, I watched Raw this week. I didn't, I don't, I, I mean, all right, I'm going to break it down like this so everybody know. I watch Raw every week, flat out. Like, I, oh, I never miss Raw. Monday Night Raw. I never miss a WWE pay-per-view. I usually watch NXT. I missed it this week. But I always watch the NXT pay-per-views. If I don't see the show, I always watch the pay-per-views because they're always good-ass shit. I don't watch SmackDown because SmackDown is garbage right now. They they got a WWE draft coming up. Like They're about to split the brands, which basically means they're going to put half the roster on Raw, half the roster on SmackDown. And that'll finally get me to watch SmackDown because right now SmackDown is just basically like rematch, rematch show. People that fought on Raw are gonna have a rematch on SmackDown, or people are gonna fight on SmackDown and then just have a rematch on Raw anyway, which is like, oh, well, why the fuck did I watch SmackDown? SmackDown is boring to me anyway. I don't watch that one. I love Lucha Underground, but right now iTunes is kind of faded me on downloading it. Because the channel that it comes on, I don't have it. You know, I got limited cable, so I don't have the L-Ray network. 
and I had bought the season on iTunes, but then after I paid for it, they are like, oh, the payment didn't go through. So I only downloaded half of them and I'm not about to pay for it a second time. So I really haven't, I've been stalled on Lucha Underground, but basically Lucha Underground is, you know, the Mexican wrestling and luchadors and everything, flipping around and doing all that good shit. I love it. It's actually, in my opinion, better than Raw, better than WWE product at the time. Controversial opinion, I think it's better than NXT which a lot of people will be at my throat for saying, but honestly, I get more entertainment from Lucha Underground. Granted, I love NXT, but I love Lucha Underground more. I recently tried to watch or get back into TNA wrestling, and I kind of, one episode I was in there, one episode I fell out of, I watched the Slammiversary pay-per-view, I got bored, turned it off. So it's not kind of, eh, it's like, yeah, it's all right. But sometimes it's just like to the point I don't even care to look at it, so I just turn it off. And that's that's my wrestling schedule. I only see Ring of Honor wrestling when I can catch it on TV. It comes on at like midnight on Wednesdays, or sometimes on Sunday it pops off. So I really I, I never can catch that one. But I like Ring of Honor. But since Raw is the one I watch mainly, I'm gonna talk a little bit about some Raw. And if you're not a wrestling fan, I apologize. Cause I'm gonna talk about this a little while. So basically, like I said, they're having a the brand split coming up. And so I'm very curious. I've been reading stories online about who's coming back because they don't. I don't think they have a big roster anymore like they used to, to really have two shows with different sets. So they're talking about bringing back old school dudes, and I got hype because you know I'm an old school wrestling fan. But the only bad part is this a wrestler named Kurt Angle, and I've been dying like, please bring him back, man. And I just read an article that said he ain't coming back, and I was just like, fuck, man. The one dude I was rooting for. But I'm very curious, man, to see how this thing goes because I love the brand split back in the day when they did it the first time. So hopefully they can come back and do it right this time. And hopefully they'll have some type of way to make the shows different from each other because there was a point where SmackDown, I feel, was better than Raw, which is crazy because now it's the complete opposite where I don't even watch SmackDown. So hopefully they'll get some of that quality back on have it on both shows and they're even talking about bringing more pay-per-views back like old school pay-per-view titles and everything so it's going to be more pay-per-views going on so they're going to need more people to buy that network so hopefully they'll give people a reason to want to watch all this extra shit you know but this episode of raw this week is pretty good I man i enjoyed it like usually raw is kind of hit or miss sometimes I'll, I'll watch it and i'll be fade in and fade out and zone out you know everything but this one for the most part you know, it kept me entertained, man. Because it started out, Seth Rollins came out and basically just dogged the shit out of Roman Reigns for his suspension. Backstory on that. They, uh, WWE has a thing called the wellness policy. And you get three strikes and then you're out for if you ever get caught with any type of drug or anything in your system. And I don't know what the hell he got caught with in his system or whatever. But he got a 30-day suspension for his first violation. And he was the WWE champion. So the rumor went, Vince McMahon knew about this before the last pay-per-view that happened this uh, past Sunday, I think it was, in the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. And basically that was the reason why he ended up dropping the belt to Dean Ambrose. I heard anyway, I'm not sure. But at first I even heard that they were going to sweep it under the rug like, oh, that never happened. He's still the champion. We're not going to suspend him. You guys don't know shit. But I'm glad they didn't do that because people already don't really care for Roman Reigns. They boo the shit out of him every time he comes out. So if people found out that he had, you know, violated the policy and they swept it under the rug, all that would do is hate me, have people hate him even more. So 
a good thing he got suspended, I guess. I don't know. But Seth Rollins came out and talked mad shit about it, brought it to the light, which I didn't think they were going to do because I thought that was like kind of their their golden boy right now other than John Cena. They are trying to build him up to be the next John Cena, and they let him just come out and dog the shit out of him. So I was like, yo, that's what's up, though, because I love a good, a good smack talking. So that was nice. But then, you know, Dean Ambrose came out and said, because at the next pay-per-view, it's supposed to be a triple threat match for the title so that Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins both get their rematch with Dean Ambrose because at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, Seth Rollins beat Roman Reigns for the title. And then Dean Ambrose earlier in the show won the Money in the Bank briefcase, which holds a contract that he can then wrestle for the belt at any time he wants. So once Seth Rollins won, Dean Ambrose came out, cashed in his contract, beat Seth Rollins' ass, and took the belt. Which And it was crazy because they used to all three be in a group together called The Shield. And it was crazy to have all three members hold the belt at back to back to back in the same night. It was crazy. It was hype. It was good-ass booking. And I liked it a lot. But the other two want their rematch back because they're both technically owed a rematch. So they made it a triple threat match in the next pay-per-view, which is called Battleground. And um, so AJ Styles came out and was like, yo, I, ch- I want to be in that match too. Put me in there. I, wanted, I want a chance for the belt. Make it a fatal four-way. And then John Cena came out and Cena and AJ are beefing right now. So he was like, yo, I want to be in this match too if you going to be in it because I've been beating your ass like crazy. <laughs> so Stephanie McMahon came out. The you know She runs Raw, basically. And she was like, all right, well, we'll have two matches. Cena is going to fight Rollins, and AJ is going to fight Ambrose. And if they win their matches, they'll be added to the pay-per-view. And if not, they just go fuck off somewhere. So they had Cena and Rollins fight each other so Cena could try and get his match. And Seth Rollins won because AJ Styles and the club, or the club, I should say, because AJ Styles are part of it, came out there took his attention away Seth Rollins rolled him up got the win so Cena gets no match and then the main event of the show it was Ambrose and AJ and again the club came out there to try and help out AJ but then Cena came out and whooped they ass which in turn had Ambrose win so the match is still gonna be a triple threat which I don't know I kind of I kind of was curious and kind of wanted the other two fools to get in on the match just to see how that would work out but of course you know people want the shield match they want to see them fight each other so i understand that and i kind of do too so it worked either way when it was going to work out for me i wasn't too pressured to pick one or the other is whichever one is going to be cool so that was the big that was the big storyline of raw and then they had other matches too like the first match was a women's match there was charlotte and dana brooke versus my girl sasha banks and Paige, which if you don't know, I'm a big-ass Sasha Banks fan. I love that girl. So when I seen her come out, I was like, okay, that's a good-ass way to start this Raw. <laughs> Even better way to start it because her and Paige won. So, hey, thumbs up on that shit. And uh, it was it was weird because I'm not kind of, I'm, I'm honest, I'm sorry. I'm not following the matches in order. I'm just kind of remembering them. But there was a weird match. It was Titus O'Neil and Rusev. And they had a thing at Money in the Bank where Rusev beat Titus and then he was outside of the ring His uh, Titus O'Neil's kids were at the side of the ring and Rusev went over there and talked shit to him I think he might have shoved him or did something he did something to the kids and Titus O'Neil the next night on Raw was super pissed off and he came out there and he just beat the fuck out of Rusev like crushed his ass and they were supposed to have a match but I don't even think the bell rang I think Titus O'Neil just beat his ass 
and I loved it. It was hype. So they're they're trying to push Titus O'Neil to be a big player, I think now, or at least a mid Carter instead of just you know the the job squad shit he been doing. So I was I was hype. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I want to see. And so this episode of Raw, they actually had a match. But then I was kind of mad because the match ended via countout, which if you don't know is you're outside the ring, the referee counts to 10. If you're not back in the ring by 10, you're fucked, you lose. And Titus O'Neil and Rusev did a spot where they both did a super hard uh, clothesline to each other and they were both knocked out outside the ring and they laid there. And at first I was like, oh, it's gonna be a double countout. But then Titus O'Neil got up and got in the ring and then Rusev got counted out. I'm like, oh, the match ended via a fucking countout. Like, come on, man. It, it, you know what? It wouldn't have been as bad. It wouldn't, looking back on it, it wouldn't annoy me so much. But then another match ended via countout, too, for a different reason, though. And it was Kane versus Miz. And the match ended with Maurice was on the apron, and she fell off and was like, oh, I hurt my ankle. So the Miz got out the ring and carried her off and just got a countout. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is this the night of countouts? Like... <laughs> Every match is going to end like this. Granted, I'm over-exaggerating a little bit, but that's how I felt at the time. Like, why are there so many count-out losses this week, man? It's, it's kind of whack. But other than those things, the only other thing that really I remember that was memorable for me is the New Day came out and did a... They basically dissed the Wyatt family. They came out dressed like them. You know, Big E had on some overalls and a fake beard. And uh, Xavier Woods had on a wife beater and jeans with his afro out trying to look like Luke Harper and then Kofi Kingston dumbass came out with the jumpsuit with like a, a butt pad or something to make his butt stick out more with the sheep mask and the unicorn horn trying to look like Eric Rowan and I admit it made me laugh because sometimes the New Day does stuff it seems kind of corny but even I had to laugh at that one it, 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 it got me I give you that and then the Wyatt family came out and was and basically shit all over him you know, and it had Xavier Woods looking real shook. I've noticed the last couple of weeks, they 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 look like they're kind of having a story come about where Xavier Woods is fucking terrified of the Wyatt family. And with reason, you know, they look like some fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre people and shit. But I don't know, I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. I like the segment a lot, man, because it, it's, it's something to look forward to for me anyway. And now for, and, uh, for Warhol, that was about it for me, man. That's all the stuff I remember. I know there's other shit I'm forgetting. But those are the things that I remember off the top of my head. Other than Raw, some quick little WWE news I read that was interesting slash anger inducing was that, that was it 2013, WWE made a big ass deal about, they had two titles. They had the WWF belt and they had the old WCW belt, which was the World Heavyweight Championship belt, the big gold belt as they call it. And they had this match with Randy Orton and John Cena where it was like, oh, we're going to put these belts together. We're going to unify them and make one belt. And it was this big-ass ordeal. And they made the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, which was fine. It was cool. I liked that, especially since the brand split at that time was over. So you didn't need two belts anyway. But I just I saw online, I just read that they're calling the WWE belt just the WWF Championship, or ooh, WWE Championship belt again. They dropped the World Heavyweight Championship part of it. So I'm wondering, since the brand split is coming up, are they bringing back the big old belt? And I kind of am disappointed by that because I, I wanted it to be one belt and the champion just goes to both shows. That person can go to both shows, you know, instead of having this belt here, this belt here. I don't know. I just, it, it don't seem as clean to me. Like, just have one big ass champion, man. I don't know. I, I mean, 
we're all just speculating here. I don't think anybody knows for sure what's going on, but I'm, I hope that's not what's happening, man. Just keep one championship, please. And I, don't, I think that's about it for me this week, man. Like I said, I didn't want to go too hard in the paint on the first try. You know, this is, you know, for lack of a better term, you know, this is a test run for me. You know, this is something I've always wanted to do, but I never did it. So I don't really know exactly what I'm doing here, but I'm learning as I go along. And hopefully you're liking what you hear because I plan on doing this every week. I'm recording this on Thursday. I'm going to edit it up, shine it up real nice, stick it up on the internet. And hopefully, yeah, yeah, no, hopefully, no, fuck that. This Friday, tomorrow, it will be up online. If you're listening to this, it's Friday. Have a nice-ass weekend. But um, so since I started this, I'm going to just go ahead and just keep it on Friday. Man, I'm not going to do like, oh, I'm going to just post it up this day or I'm going to post it up that day or, oh, it's done on Tuesday. I'm going to post it up Tuesday. Nah. Since we're we going to start it on Friday, we're going to keep it pushing on Friday. We're going to get you into your weekend. I'm going to get you something to listen to on your way to work, getting that last day out the way. Something to listen to on your way home from work, you know. Something to get you out of that work mind state. Like I said, I'm going to make it, I'm gonna get the Twitter popping. I got the Facebook join now, facebook.com slash oldschooler. Or you just type in um, oldschooler in the search bar. Oldschooler Productions will pop up. And you can hit me up on there. I plan on doing little stuff on there, you know, I'm going to post video, any video I see that I think you guys like or may like to see, I'll post up online. I want to do a thing, you know, the song of the day, I'll post a song up on there. Maybe it'll be a song you know, maybe it'll be a song you'll get to know, who knows, but if you check on there, you'll see. I'll link it up on Twitter too when I get the page popping off. Just do little things so that we can keep in contact during the week, you know, other than Friday. Friday I'll talk to you and everything on here. But uh, during the rest of the week, man, I hit you up on Twitter. You hit me up on there. I may even, and you guys let me know if you want to do this, I might open up an uh, email. And if you guys want to shoot me letters or anything, asking me questions or sending me links to goofy shit or something like that, you know, just chop it up with me on that. And uh, I'll do a section maybe at the end of the show or something. We'll read, I'll read letters and we know. We'll get that correspondence going, man. We'll get this going just right. So once again, man, I'm Brent, a.k.a. Old Schooler, a.k.a. Schooler, a.k.a. Schooly, a.k.a. The Light-Skinned Dude from Around the Way. And, hey, hopefully you enjoyed this show. I'll be back next week. And until then, be safe, please. This crazy world we're living in, you got to be safe, man. Be smart out here. Don't do any dumb shit. And, of course, just have fun, man. I'll see you next time.